folks, welcome aboard Philip Ward Show on this very busy breaking news Friday night. Congratulations are in order. We have made it to the end of a busy week yet again. You can go and enjoy two days off for the week. Yeah, I've talked about it before. We should have that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, should be the weekends. I, I really believe that. I think a lot of people would be much more happier. You got more time to spend with your family, more activities to do on the weekends. Anyway, though, I'm very glad that we once again made it. And folks, I'm just, you know, I look at this Biden administration and we, we've chronicled it before the many different failures, the crises that we're seeing, you know, the Biden inflation, which we're going to get into in a second here, more damning news for the Biden administration coming out of uh, CNBC um, a little earlier today. You know, you look at the border crisis, NBC News has uh, more breaking reports on that. We look at, you know, Milley and how you know, Mark Milley has admitted that he's a traitor to this country and then Harris we have uh, Kamala Harris news coming up and, and yeah you can just go so on and and so forth and and every single thing <clears throat> excuse me that Joe Biden has touched so far it's just been an unmitigated disaster I mean I don't think we've ever had a president and again he, he didn't and none of this had to happen we didn't have to see the many failures of this Biden administration, all he had to do was basically leave things in place that Donald Trump implemented. Donald Trump left left Joe Biden off with, with such a great, you know, record. All, all he had to do was not move, and, and, and that's exactly what he has done. He has completely destroyed this country inside and out. I mean, now we have a Marine who disagreed with Joe Biden, who got thrown in the brig this week because oh he actually was outspoken and talked about the many failures of the biden administration highlighting uh the biden uh afghanistan total surrender to the taliban uh now cnbc earlier today reporting here's the headline key inflation gauge watched by the federal reserve hits another 30 year high Inflation ran, and by the way, are you going to blame the Trump administration for this, Joe? I mean, again, uh, you look at uh, illegal immigration, how he's breaking record after record when it comes to illegals flooding into the country through the southern border. Now, as far as inflation goes, which has been now deemed Biden inflation, another disaster. Inflation ran at a fresh 30 year high in August as supply chain disruptions and extraordinarily high demand fueled ongoing price pressures, the Commerce Department uh, reporting today. The core personal consumption expenditures price index, which uh, excludes food and energy costs and is the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation, increased 0.3% for the month and was up 3.6% from a year ago. The monthly gain was slightly higher than the 0.2% Dow Jones estimate and the annual forecast of 3.5%. That, though, is the highest since May 1991, reflective of inflationary pressures that Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said earlier this week he finds, quote, frustrating. Now, um, on top of that, you look at, uh, what Joe's doing. And by the way, uh, uh, Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia 
uh, was actually uh, calling out Joe. Uh, there was an article yesterday. This is in Yahoo uh, Finance, which sort of has to do with uh, the inflation numbers we're seeing here. Uh, Brian Chiang writes for Yahoo Finance, key lawmaker at center of spending bill debate demands Fed and asset uh, purchases. Senator Joe Manchin says he will make a deal with his own Democratic Party on a spending bill only if the Federal Reserve begins pulling back on its monetary stimulus to the economy. Uh, in a signed agreement with Senate Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer, Manchin said he would only support a budget resolution with a top-line number of $1.5 trillion. Again, I, I said yesterday, well, why stop there, Joe? I mean, if you're in favor of $1.5 trillion, what makes you want to stop from the $3.5 trillion? You think the people of West Virginia are going to applaud you for saving $2 trillion? I mean, when, you're, when we get to the point here where we're at nowadays... And it, 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 it seems like it's only going to continue where we're talking about trillions of dollars instead of billions and millions. Yeah, we're in a very tough place as a country. Um, Manchin, though, saying no funds in the new legislation dispersed until after all COVID-related uh, federal spending is exhausted. He said another condition, the Federal Reserve ends quantitative easing, referring to the central bank's efforts to prop up the economy through asset uh, purchases. Uh, through quantitative easing, the Fed is currently buying about $120 billion a month in U.S. Treasuries and agency mortgage-backed securities. Now, uh, quantitative easing, by the way, I'm no economic expert um, at all. I report the news. I kind of have a, a good definition of what's going on, though, is the Federal Reserve is printing money. So when the Federal Reserve continues to print this money, it's just the federal government is going to buy that money that uh, that the Federal Reserve is is creating. Federal Reserve also, I was just watching uh, Larry Kudlow on Fox News saying that the Federal Reserve is buying government bonds, like 60% of government bonds, to fund the new spending. So you talk about this spending in this country, or we've already put $6 trillion into COVID uh, relief bills. On top of that, you add one point. $2 trillion at best, potentially $3.5 trillion, which again is just a democratic socialist wish, wish list, which has nothing to do with ordinary Americans at all. You add all that together, folks, the, the spending has consequences. It's going to totally bankrupt the country. As far as America's hope and America's future in terms of our children, they're all going to have to pay that back. The Democratic Party could care less about that, though. Um, now, Joe Biden today uh, had, oh, by the way, oh, I have a tremendous, oh, right here. I have a tremendous quote here from a Democrat congressman from Kentucky, John Yarmuth, literally saying this, quote, the federal government can't afford anything that it feels it needs to. How about that, right? Anything the federal government wants and needs you better be willing you better be willing and ready to open up your wallet because hey if the federal government wants it the federal government gets it baby that's what this moron was saying last night on cnn anything the federal government can afford well it feels it needs to do it we can do that he says what a joke i think about that right so out of touch with the american people uh abc news reported earlier Biden heads to Capitol Hill to meet with House Democrats amid uh, infighting. So earlier today,
Joe Biden was on Capitol Hill um, walking around with Nancy Pelosi. Uh, and and uh, as he emerged, he uh, told reporters, uh, quote, I'm telling you, we're going to get this done. He says it doesn't matter when, it doesn't matter whether it's in six minutes, six days, or six weeks, but we're going to get it done. And Joe, by the way, is all in. He's not talking about $1.2 trillion in infrastructure spending. Oh, no, no, no. You can forget about that. Joe Biden wants the full Build Back Better agenda, $3.5 trillion, bankrupt this country. That's what Joe Biden wants passed. That's the only reason he got he basically should have gotten wheeled over to Capitol Hill. Um, so uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, earlier today telling reporters, uh, well, the president's going over there to make the case for his legislative agenda, including the infrastructure bill, including his Build Back Better agenda. So that uh, would be in the reconciliation package. So he wants to speak directly to members answer their questions and make them by the way joe hasn't answered any questions that any of the democrats have to ask him he doesn't even answer reporters questions for goodness sakes uh he wants to make the case for why we should all work together to give the american people more breathing room it's not that at all the american people aren't going to get more breathing room they're just going to get more strangled by a 3.5 trillion dollar uh spending bill uh, asked whether he expected to walk out of there with an agreement, Saki said, I'm not going to make a prediction of whether there will or won't be a vote. I'll leave that to Speaker Pelosi to determine when she will uh, will call a vote. But he's remember, Pelosi was like all in. last uh, All of yesterday, Pelosi was so confident that she had a deal uh, made with her own party and that they were going to get the uh, bill passed yesterday. But uh, still we wait. Still to this point, no vote at all. And now it's uh, Friday night. Uh, said uh, he's making the case, though, because he believes it's the right time for him to go up there. The case that the White House is making is that compromise requires everybody giving little. That's the stage we're in, but no matter where we end, if we can get something done here, we're going to have a historic piece of legislation passed Congress that's going to have a huge impact on the American people, and she doesn't understand how it's going to have a huge impact on the American people bankrupting this country. She just wants to make sure that it sounds good for all of the American people. Here you go, free money, free money, all, all around, right? On top of that, you know, you add the spending here, which could be potentially $3.5 trillion. Add that to the already $6 trillion that was spent um, in the response to God. And by the way, everyone always talks about, right, well, uh, we had to spend this money because of COVID. And because of COVID, it wasn't because of COVID at all. All of this is happening because of the response to COVID. You totally get governors and mayors and uh, Congress people up and down the country and senators, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi uh, implementing a mask mandate, Joe Biden implementing a mask mandate. As far as the White House goes, he breaks that every single day. It's not because of COVID. No, it's not. It's all because of the response to COVID. Spending all this money is not because of COVID. It's the response to COVID as to why we're spending um, all this money. Now, uh, as far as uh, inflation goes, uh, CNN even reported a propaganda news. CNN reporting that uh, price uh, gains since August, bacon is up 17%. Eggs are up 9.9%. Women's dresses up 11.9%. Jewelry up 12.9%. Televisions are up 13.3%. Bikes and other sports vehicles up 7.8%.
furniture and bedding up 9.5 percent and uh matt uh egan who's the cnn reporter was reporting on this earlier saying listen if if if, if you experience you're going to experience this uh this holiday season slower service higher prices fewer options uh so basically saying yeah this Biden administration doing no good for the American people. Um, now, on top of the Biden inflation that we have going on, we have many other failures from this Biden administration. NBC News reporting today. Now, remember, before I give you this figure, we've already had over one million illegal aliens flood into our country through the southern border because of Joe's open borders policies. Well, we have uh, Lester Holt reporting uh, earlier today on NBC News, quote, as many as 400,000 migrants are heading to the U.S. border, saying, quote, an unprecedented number, nearly doubling the stunning number we've seen the last two months, which were a 21-year high. I, this, is, this is all part of the agenda, though. It's no surprise that Joe wants illegal aliens to come into our country. That's been the, one of the Democrats' priorities for a long period of time on top of mail-in voting as well. And by the way, as far as uh, next year's midterms go, the uh, Republicans up and down this country need to ensure that there is no such thing as mail-in voting at all. Absentee voting, yes, absolutely. You know, to borrow a phrase from Kamala Harris, well, that's as American as apple pie. Absentee voting's been around you know, forever. It's it, it's totally fine with me. You know, if, listen, if you're out of the country or you have something to do, you, you, you want to vote uh, absentee and you can show the proper documentation to do so, no problem. But when it comes to mail-in voting, there's no vetting behind the people who uh, who uh, submit the mail-in voting at all. We, we have no way to check and verify who these people possibly are. I would say a lot of those mail-in ballots, by the way, getting Joe to that, quote, 81 million uh, amount of people who voted for him. Uh, we have uh, Kamala Harris as well, who has been just totally non-existent. And anytime she's in the news, it's not doing anything good for the Biden administration or for herself. New York Post having to report today, Kamala Harris's office does damage control after she praises, quote, get this, ethnic genocide remark. Vice President Kamala Harris's office has reportedly entered into damage control mode with pro-Israel Democrats after she lavished praise on a college student who accused the Jewish state of committing ethnic genocide. Uh, now, uh, Kamala Harris on Tuesday uh, addressed a class at George Mason University in Northern Virginia to mark national voter registration. When, when did we get national voter registration day i swear there was one day was like national coffee day or something like that. i don't know who makes all these national holidays folks but it's beyond me um so she was marking national voter registration day uh before calling on students for questions now a student who identified herself as part yemeni part iranian claimed that quote a lot of taxpayer money is allocated for funding the military whether it's in backing Saudi Arabia or in Palestine. You brought up how the power of the people and demonstrations and organizing is very valuable in America. This is college student telling Kamala Harris, saying, quote, but I see that over the summer, there have been like 
protests and demonstrations and astronomical numbers standing with Palestine. But then just a few days ago, there were funds allocated to continue backing Israel, which hurts my heart. She says, how dare you people back our ally in the Middle East, Israel? How dare you do that? She says, it's an ethnic genocide and a displacement of people, the same that happened in America. And I'm sure you're aware of this. Now, the student said she felt the U.S. was ignoring protests, even though Harris had been discussing the power, the, discussing the power of demonstrating. And Harris now, and, and Kamala Harris, while she's talking about ethnic genocide that supposedly Israel are committing, Kamala Harris was nodding in agreement the whole entire time. Then says, your voice, your perspective, your experience, your truth cannot be suppressed and it must be heard. Well, her words, the vice president's words, drew immediate backlash from Israeli media outlets, including the Jerusalem Post, the Times of Israel, which ran headlines such as, quote, Kamala Harris doesn't reject U.S. students' ethnic genocide claim against Israel. That actually was in left-wing Politico. Now, David Freeman, uh, who is the former U.S. ambassador to Israel, writing on the Twitter box, quote, shameful. There is truth and there are lies. No one is entitled to their personal truth. This attack on Israel is simply a lie, and the vice president should have called that out. So yesterday, listen to this now, Kamala Harris's office had to contact the Democratic majority for Israel to smooth over her remarks. Mark Melman, who's the group's president, said, we were pleased Vice President uh, Harris's senior staff reached out to us today to confirm what we already knew. Her commitment to Israel's security is unwavering. And that is the biggest joke going because here's Kamala Harris who says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right, oh, you're right, ma'am. You're right, young lady. They are committing ethnic genocide. How after that, and it's not even Kamala Harris, you get this, not even Kamala Harris who reaches out to the Democratic majority for Israel. By the way, there is no majority in the Democratic Party for Israel. They hate Israel completely. Then saying her senior staff, so it's not just lower level, not Kamala Harris herself, but her senior staff reached out. Her commitment to Israel is unwavering. You guys, you guys know that, right? You guys are, no, that nodding thing, no, forget that. That, that never happened. Her commitment to Israel is unwavering. Total and complete joke. Um, now, this has got to be some of the most disgusting news uh, that we have to report on. Now, this is this was in uh, Fox News uh, earlier this week. Outspoken Marine officer, right, who rightfully was blasting the Biden administration for their total surrender to the Taliban. Outspoken Marine officer who went viral blasting military leaders over Afghanistan is jailed. How about that? Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, the officer, went viral for blasting the military's leadership amid the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, has been sent to the brig. Quote, this is from Scheller's father, Stu Scheller, saying, quote, all our son did is ask the questions that everybody was asking themselves, but they were too scared to speak out loud. He was asking for accountability. In fact, I think he even asked for an apology that we made mistakes, but they couldn't do that, which is just mind-blowing, he said. Uh, Scheller first rose to internet stardom by posting a video to Facebook 
blasting military leaders for the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, questioning their command decisions on the events leading up to and during the final evacuation uh, effort. Then he said this, quote, what happens when all you do is speak truth and no one wants to hear it, but they can probably stop listening because I'm crazy, right? Scheller said, I wrote this in a post, said this, Colonel Emil, please have the MPs waited for me at 0800 on Monday. I'm ready for jail. Scheller also saying in videos, people are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting responsibility and saying, we messed this up. He was uh, criticizing Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and the nation's top military officer, the traitor, Joint Chiefs Chairman General Milley, for their incorrect predictions that the Afghan National Security Forces would be able to withstand Taliban attacks and for the closure in July of Bagram Air Base, which meant that evacuations would go through Kabul's Hamid Karzai International Airport. Again, where the Taliban, who were supposed to be securing the airport, the State Department were saying to Americans, go to the airport but we can't actually guarantee your safety that's where the 13 u.s service members ended up dying because of the isis k suicide bombing uh sheller said quote potentially all those people did die in vain if we don't have senior leaders who own up raise their hand and say we did not do this well in the end uh the most recent update on uh sheller's case cbs news reported yesterday uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller uh, was scheduled to face a pretrial hearing yesterday, but it has been postponed until next Tuesday, um, his lawyer said. He's being held in the brig at Camp Lejeune, where the hearing was to ha uh, have been held. Scheller hasn't been charged yet, but according to legal documents, he's facing potential charges of conduct, unbecoming an officer, uh, contempt toward officials, disobeying a senior uh, officer, and failure to obey an order or regulation. Now, folks, I love that there has been outpouring support uh, uh, for uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller. Even uh, yesterday, this is in the Daily Mail headline, 36 members of Congress signed letter calling for Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller's immediate release from uh, the military break after he was detained for rep uh, repeatedly criticizing chaotic Afghanistan withdrawal. And folks, I don't know where he was lying at all. He was only speaking the truth. Um, so, you know, it just prayers uh, uh, and our, our thoughts and prayers go with the family of uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Stuart Scheller. I hope he gets out of the brig uh, as soon as possible, folks. But it just goes to highlight, you know, here he's highlighting himself. Uh, another Joe Biden complete another failure and he gets thrown in the brig it's disgusting folks it really is you look at biden inflation afghanistan as sheller was the border crisis harris you know, look at vaccine mandates bowing down to china russia the taliban it's just disaster after disaster what's joe worried about 3.5 trillion dollars another burden another price tag to put onto the american people folks that's why i continuously say Next year's midterm elections, folks, is an election Republicans dare not lose. In this country, you know, we still have systems, uh, elections that, that hold the powerful accountable. So to ensure Joe has no more power anymore, except executive order after executive order, we need to ensure that the Republican Party is not perfect at all. No, the furthest thing from it. But they're actually a party who still cares about america unlike this democratic party want to hit you with a 3.5 trillion dollar
price tag, who want Biden inflation to continue to increase, who want illegal aliens continuously flooding into our country as far as open borders go. I mean, they can't possibly blame the border crisis on the Trump administration when here are the uh, migrants who are coming into the country, literally flags and t-shirts waving all around saying Biden please let us in and then you know some of the interviews for them well Joe Biden was telling us to come to the southern border folks it's just completely shocking where we've come as a country um so I do have hope though I really do have hope for next year's elections that we will and if, again you need to clean up mail-in voting if you're the Republican Party but if you do and if, and if you come out with a strong conservative message, I always go back to Rush Limbaugh's kind of the great Rush Limbaugh and what he always used to say, Republicans win elections when they are unapologetically conservative. Well, right now at a time of failure after failure with this Biden administration, we need conservative solutions more than ever before. Joe Biden's disasters should not be able to pass in the court of public opinion. There needs to be consequences of consequences of Joe Biden's actions, and I would even say it many times inactions as well. We have the chance to do that next November, folks. Uh, good news. As always, though, on the Philip Ward Show, we have 1,206 days left to endure of this Joe Unity Biden administration. Folks, thank you as always for listening to the program. I can never uh, tell you how much I appreciate it from the absolute bottom of my heart. Enjoy the weekend. Speak to you again back here on Monday.